Welcome to Real Black Consciousness Forum Podcast. Thanks for listening and remember to like, share, and comment on the content. Hit that notification tab, so you will know when new content has been uploaded. And now your host, Big VJ. Yes, yes. We are back, beloved. Yes. Welcome back to the podcast. This is indeed your brother. Big VJ is definitely checking in, right? <laughs> Today's conversation is a part two, right? We listened to one of our beautiful sisters tell her testimony about infidelity and her marriage. And if you want to listen to the uh, the audio or see the video in its entirety, you can go on Breakbeat Media. This is a platform on YouTube. The name of the video is Wife Loses a Hundred Pounds and Then Cheats, right? So we did the first 20 minutes of the show, of the podcast, of the interview. The interview in its entirety is like 50 minutes long. So we're going to do our best to do 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and then 10 And of course, in between, we're going to do some commentary, right? So, you know, that is that. We're going to do a quick recap for those that um, may not have watched part one. But I feel like it's important that we begin with a recap and then we get some takeaways about what we learned from the first 20 minutes. Something that we may be able to apply in our own personal lives, right? Before we do that, I want to do this first. You know, shout out to our sister Mercedes. You know, uh, Queen, I got your DM. I responded back. I see you gave me the thumbs up, right? So now it's like, it's up to you. If you want to continue that conversation, I mean, it'd be a cool topic. I mean, you guys already know. It's the comments, you know, that run this platform. It's the engine and the fuel to the machine. So if you want to do that, sis, just let me know. We'll pick a topic. We can talk about it, right? That's that. Secondly, I want to say to the two sisters that DM me that said they want to tell their story about them being married and infidelity. I'm cool with that, too. We just may have to play email tag or DM tag just for a little while um, so you can share your story. If you just want to type it up in the form of an email, I mean, that's cool, too. I don't really care. I can read the email. Of course, I'm not going to read nobody's name. That's just not my thing. That's not my bag. But I can just, we can read your scenario, no matter how long it is, and then we have a conversation about that. Because, of course, we're all adults. This is a no-judgment zone, right? So I just want to make sure we put that on the table first. Going back to the conversation that we're going to have today. Again, we're going to start off at the 20 minute mark. And um, as a quick recap, this is what's going on, right? So we got a sister that found her. She found her king in young adulthood, right? Maybe even teenage. I think they knew each other about 16, 17, 18. She married the brother when they were 18, I believe, 19. I think maybe 19. And um, it was a beautiful thing. At that time, though, her husband, he's a little big guy. He's a little overweight. 
she too big girl a little overweight when i say a little overweight like 300 pounds plus after the marriage they had a child together after the child together i'm guessing she put on more weight so she had weight loss surgery after she had the weight loss surgery then you know she found a new self a new identity uh she she was looked at more more desirable right so with this newfound attention she began going out to the clubs more you know flirting a little bit more and then ultimately end up fucking a co-worker and then that led to her husband finding out and her getting a divorce right so we we already know that part the part that we're going to pick up on is like the 20 minute mark right and she's going to be talking about how she got caught so we're going to go into detail about how she got caught we're going to listen we're going to do some commentary but we also got some some takeaways from that right i just want to say this about that right it was clear that the sister being a big girl there was an inner child in her that still needed approval from people that they never gave her this approval to begin with you know you can kind of feel invisible in this society you're a big person unfortunately right let me say it this way the way that elementary middle school and high school was kind of set up in america is it gives you a foundation and it doesn't instill into our youth unity you don't get unity and upliftment from the schoolhouse you kind of begin to learn the big eyes and a little use in school right you get to see different pockets of people this is the first time you stumble on groups right these are the nerds right these are the tech groups over here you know and this are the jocks over here this guy's on the basketball team he's popular you know uh this guy on the football team he's popular then we get to see the band is this so you get to see groupings and people that are highlighted in school and then there are others that they're not highlighted they're not popular right i can imagine being a big girl or just any kind of regular person you almost are you know it's like you're invisible nobody can really see you and that that creates a void right what it looked like is that when the sister got the surgery she was able to get another type of attention at the workplace that she was not able to get from her foundation of middle school and high school being that i am beloved a man of a certain age when you kind of see these dealings at the work because we all seen it we all seen the married woman dealing with you know what i'm saying men at the job and we seen the married man dealing with women at the job that workplace kind of like you know cut buddy fuck buddy environment you know fucking your co-workers that that whole workplace vibe it's almost like high school all over again you know what i'm saying it's almost like you're back in high school because it's like people that wasn't the cool person are not trying to be the cool person at the job though they're trying to relive something that's not because that's when i hear the sister talk I'm like she's kind of trying to relive something that it wasn't there in her early stages of life you underdig so she did what so many other women did now that and that's how we look at her story outside of that that's how it kind of goes the workplace becomes the 13th grade the 14th grade right the 15th grade 
because we see this so frequently with black women and brown women at the job fucking co-workers right now her husband divorced her right he, he divorced her he let it go and you know that's his decision it, it is what it is on this platform we don't support divorce we just ain't with it like uh we know all is the mind we don't think that we know it we know all is the mind and the universe is mental so we know that thought pattern you know it can be worked on right I gotta say this because when we talk about not divorcing it's not like we are oblivious to the fact that we do know all is mind meaning right let me say it this way sisters gotta understand that doing right by a woman when a husband is doing right by a woman doing right by his wife that should never come at the expense of his sanity see when you as a woman you fucking off you fucking co-workers you fucking your baby daddy ex-boyfriends high school sweethearts you digging on back when you're doing that and you're underneath you're under covenant with another with a man right when you're under covenant with a man with your husband doing right by you from his position it should never come at the expense of his sanity so we know that a man's job is to provide protect instruct avenge and revenge he can't fucking do his job if his mind is not there right same thing go with the ladies we get it ladies like you doing right by a man you doing right by your husband it should never come at the expense of your sanity well, you checking the phone, you traumatized. Like, you scared to check phones now because the last time you checked the man's text, it was a bitch there. So now every time the phone buzz, you get a vibration going through. You got anxiety and all this old kind of shit. And same with, same with brothers. He check your phone, he sees something. Now this man got anxiety for the rest of his life. You know, come on now, we can't do it that way. So, we're not oblivious to that, Right? What we are saying here is that we are cool with separation. You know what I mean? And uh, especially if y'all over there fighting and shit, busting the windows out, you know what I'm saying? Busting holes, putting holes in the wall and all this old kind of shit. The police got to come out there and like, yo, separation is cool. Um, but we also know as men, as husbands, we want to be able to put our family, our wives in the best position to win, Right? So this is some takeaways that we got from because we're not going to judge the husband in this conversation. What we've seen is the young lady, she got a body done, right? That's one thing. Big Mama always said, you know, my Big Mama said something real tricky. She was like, you got to be careful when women get their bodies done because they're not doing it for you. They already got you. If you married to her, she already got you. So you got to be aware that when she do this, she's going to get a new found. It's going to be more attention on it now from other eyes. You understand what I'm saying? So we just feel like, you know, I feel like men, we operate by three things, right? We operate by power, sex, and ego. And that can sway both ways. It can sway both ways. When you operate underneath, you know, power, sex, and ego, it's like your ego won't let you have certain conversations with your wife that you may that other men's ego they're gonna have that conversation you might not have it because some of our brother's ego is so wrapped into oh i met her when i was 12 years old she ain't gonna fuck off 
oh this is my uh we went to junior high together you know we went to high school together this is my college sweetheart oh she got less than five bodies what you hand is a man say ego 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 she ain't gonna do it and then when she does it he's blindsided he did not see it he thought he had the special woman the reason why beloved that we're so passionate about the marriage we know that all is the mind and we also know there is no such thing as a special woman we know that beloved we don't think it we know it right so like yo i'm gonna give you an example a real-time example you see the story that we're talking about right so a lot of cats can be like yo v you talk about never getting divorced. Now, look, that could, if your old lady did that, look, she run around with a co-worker. Would you keep it? Would you do this? Would you do that? You know what I say to that, beloved? Being that I am married over 20 years, I don't even think, keeping it real with you, I don't even think my wife would do that. Fuck around with the co-worker and all this little kind of shit. I don't even think she would do it. You know what, beloved? I know she would do it. <laughs> do you know why I know? because she's a woman beloved i didn't get the special woman niggas think they got the special woman nobody has the special woman it's not a reality so we say on this podcast if a nigga got access to your bitch he finna give your bitch some dick to digest he got access what do you think he's gonna do when you are a husband, and I'm going to give you this game because this is important that nephews hear this. Nephews got to understand this. When you have a husband such as myself that been married for a long time, this is the secret to that. Every married man that's been married over 20 years, they understand and they are committed to doing three things in their marriage. You know what those three things is? Programming deprogramming and reprogramming when you see a man that been married over 20 years that's all the fuck you really seeing we committed to that shit programming deprogramming and reprogramming we are fucking committed to that shit that is the reality of a man being married the difference between i would say a person like myself because i'm from the avenue and my man in the situation is that he wasn't committed to deprogramming. His bitch got knocked. He kind of like sent it to. He kind of was like blind with the shit. I'm not. I'm not. We're not blaming the man for doing nothing. We're not blaming the husband for doing nothing. But I'm just saying this. Being that you are the general over your household, right? You're the general over your household. Your family is your militia. You underdig. It's yours, right? You on that plane. You the pilot. You on that ship. You the skipper. You got to set your family up to win. You can't be putting your bitch on the front line and then trip out when she get hit by a stray or she get hit like nigga put her underneath that radar or that scope and he hit her. You can't trip on that. You got to be willing to come back, beloved. It's all as the mind. You got to be able to, damn, you don't know how to program a bitch? You can't program, deprogram, and reprogram? It's all about coaching up now. My man, I ain't like I said, he put his old lady out there on the front line and I'm like, Bro, it's so many jobs. I don't get this whole job shit. You know, you can't put your old lady. If she's nice looking, we ain't just talking. We ain't trying to be funny. But if she is nice looking, you know she's nice looking. You can't put her in the fucking warehouse with a bunch of niggas, bro. 
You can't put in manufacturing. Your Jewish partner is not doing that. You're not working. How many black men been in the workforce over 10, 15, 20 years? They never work with a Jewish woman. They don't even, they wouldn't know one if they see one. They never work next to a Turkish woman or an Arabian woman. They don't work next to Japanese women. It doesn't happen. You know who they work next? Every job you go to, you know who you do see black women. You see black all at the post office. They didn't took over the goddamn post office. You dig? They didn't took the shit over. All at the post office. All in the warehouses, all in the distribution centers. They already they took over the board of education. They took over the department of uh of transportation. All of them bus drivers and shit like that. So then they go back to park the bus. The nigga that cleaned the bus off, the maintenance guys, they already there. They're waiting for them. They the new booty on deck. I mean, this is what it really is. So I'm like, dog, you could. They all in the plant. They in the plant. Now the Turkish women ain't out here. They ain't in the plant. The sisters is out here. And then when something happens, you know, and I, like I said, we talking about my man interview. I'm, I'm like, bro, you know, nigga, nigga put some dick on at the job, right? He divorces her. And then later in the story, he gets remarried. And this is the thing I always try to share with men. Look, I'm telling you something, some cold shit. If you're going to be a husband, nephew, listen, you got to be committed, beloved, to programming deprogramming and reprogramming you're gonna have to be committed to that y'all niggas think y'all gonna take the easy path to heaven to good times to the best of and it ain't gonna work you think you're gonna go out in the world and get a bitch that's already programmed just for you it is not so so if you leave one woman for cheating and you get another woman that new bitch cannot guarantee you she will not do the same thing the one you just got rid of doing Cause not, cause we just going, we doing some recapping. When the sister's telling her t- her testimony, the thing that she said that stood out to me, and she's like, she never cheated before ever. She never been in a relationship. She never cheated before ever. She got involved with this activity after she got married, then after the weight loss surgery, and then she's like, yeah, after she got her body done, what are the first things she said? I start going out to the club by myself. Where your husband at? Why he? Oh, he stayed on. He stayed at home with the child. He ain't want to go. She at the club by herself. What the fuck you think is that? It's not no married clubs out here. You saying you sending the brick house your old lady to go to the club by herself with a bunch of single people, and she coming back home at one two in the morning. We not judging no husband. We just talking about decision making. Here. We talking about uh, let's kick it like this. We talking about programming, reprogramming, and deprogramming. So your old lady can go out to the club by herself, nice body, tight ass shit on, and what you think happening out there? This, I'm keeping it hunting. Like, what you think? Y'all not going together? Dude had no idea. Dude had no idea. Dude had no idea. So again, you know, us as men, we operate on three things, right? You know, it's all about power, sex, and ego with us and then the way we work our minds is logic then emotions but a woman is not like that they go emotions then logic so it's like the backers of what you're doing that's what kind of make the balance between the two but you got to be committed to those three things you think right and i just got to say this again before we just we're going to play it but i got to say this again beloved if you think you're going to get a bitch that's already programmed just for you and you're going to be able to just Go to the uh, do your vows and run off to the sunset and have a beautiful life. And you just go, no, it's just not going to work that way. 
you got to get some other shit in your wheelhouse because going back to my man's story she cheated on his watch so you got now i'm looking at the whole thing in its totality it's not like this bitch was a cheater before you got with her she became a cheater after y'all got together after y'all got together so that mean when you divorced her you left the woman out there in a worse condition than she was when you got her that's what men like the father walking down the aisle he handed her off to you and she belonged to you she your property now you got her and you never gave her the game she didn't see it coming she was so fucking green at that job she didn't even know that the nigga was lying to her your husband's supposed to be able to tell you what niggas is man you, you supposed to be telling your old lady man everything a nigga say to you is a lie baby girl i'm gonna keep it a hundred and a nigga love you you should be able to see this 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 and that and if he fuck with you for real you do this 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 and that you should she should have been on game but you know what we say on the avenue if you want some slow bitch you better go get you you know want some green and slow bitch you better go get a turtle so the man that was fucking with your wife when he got to the to the job he seen your wife she was the turtle on the job she was green and she was fucking slow and he took advantage of that and he put some dick on your old lady that fucked up your household now let's go back to power sex and ego some niggas ego would allow them to, to divorce the old lady after that some niggas ego won't some niggas ego they won't even give a nigga the satisfaction to know that he dropped some dick on their wife and you're the reason why i broke my shit up because you were dropping dick on my old lady you're the reason like some niggas ego like nah i ain't let no nigga shit i got some ism over here i know how to program you know what i'm saying deprogram whatever you got cracking i know how to deprogram and reprogram some shit <laughs> hey 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 if you ain't careful i might turn back to i might fuck your bitch <laughs> no, just we just have a fun we just have a fun right we're gonna we're gonna just all right, all right let's just let's play the video and then we'll take it from there all right that's enough talking let's play the video it is cringy, but I was my I, I was I was gone. My mind was gone yeah. at the time. Yeah, I was really in love, so I thought. But you, it, the euphoria that you described earlier, mm -hmm. it can't be manufactured, you know. I had never felt that way before, ever. So you tell him. What does he say? How do you tell him? What like what like? Well, um, I know you went back and forth in your he mind had been about probing. it. Covers, huh? He oh, had been okay. probing. Okay. And I went back and forth in my mind about it. I talked to a therapist about it because it was haunting me. Of course. I talked to my therapist about it. I had talked to my mom about it. And I talked to my pastor about it. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was going crazy. I couldn't have this guy, but I couldn't stop what we were doing. And I was just completely bored with my relationship at home mm -hmm. I was just I just wanted to be done I wanted in my mind I wanted to tell him what I had done I wanted him to leave me and so I could be with this guy that's what the plan it's, was at first isn't that uh, I had to work through that yeah definitely not what happened I don't know let's stop if you want something green and slow you better go get the turtle you know what Shorty is? She's a whole turtle. She reached out to everybody to help her with a situation. Uh, she was already in the pot. 
nigga already put her in the blender. She didn't have a game. From the very beginning, her husband never schooled her. See, here's the thing about here's the thing about black life, right? This is the thing about black life. See, there's nothing sacred in the black community. So that means that your marriage ain't sacred. A black husband got to wake up every fucking day along with black wives to know when they walk outside their door, nothing is sacred. So we're going to have to talk about some shit before it happens. I feel as though our village have got so reactionary. You know, we don't really know how to deal with nothing until we have to react to it. Because we act like we can never see it coming. But we can't see it coming because that goes back, especially men, that goes back to the power, sex, and ego. Your ego is so big, you can't see your wife fucking off until she fuck off. You don't see it. You're blindsided, right? The safe space is not there where you guys can tell each other about you being attracted to a female and she being attracted to a man and this and that. So it's not even there. That safe space is not even there. But just think about the list of people that she went to talk to to, to find some help. She never got the game up front. She didn't even know. If your wife think a, a side nigga love her, she green as a motherfucker. She green as fuck, bro. She's a whole turtle. She didn't know no better. And it's up to you because niggas want to fuck your wife. You know you come from a village. There's nothing sacred. So I'm, I'm looking at it like, well, you know, beloved, we really can't support divorce because the black family is fucked up. 70% of our women are already single parents. Right. That's a big fucking number. That's a big hill to climb. That's number one. Number two, we got over one point five million black children in foster care. Right. So we can't even fucking afford a divorce. I can't talk about divorce on this platform. We can't fucking afford it. Do you hear those two numbers? Seventy percent single. One point five over one point five million black children in foster Yo, we can't fucking afford to break up no homes. We can't. So we got to be committed. We got to be committed to meeting a female, being a husband, and learning the skill and art of programming, deprogramming, and reprogramming. All is the mind. If you think you just finna go and meet abroad, that's programmed, tailor-made just for you, it's not going to happen. And then on top of this, this brother got a bitch. She wasn't even no cheater. She became a cheater after being with him because he didn't even, and I'm not I'm not putting it on no man, but I am putting it on the man because your old lady got to know stumbling blocks. Is, this this is some shit that you, you, you have to talk about before it happened. I, I'm going to give you an example. Detroit is a very violent city, beloved. <laughs> this motherfucker is violent you know what I mean east west side southwest north end is violent my family is from my second home they from the old country Alabama right there's some rules of engagement when you get in this city it's not like the south like you get to this motherfucker you can't start you can't speak to nobody you know you don't speak to strangers here if you don't know them you don't give eye contact too long you know what I'm saying so you know my mom used to have a saying before they cross the Ohio River. When your family is coming up south to visit you, you give them the speech. Listen, when you get here, <laughs> don't you speak to no motherfucking body. <laughs> don't you speak to nobody. If a, if you're driving down the street and a car stop in front of you, do not fucking blow that horn. 
you keep that stand wheel at a 10 to 2. You just look straight. You don't do nothing. If niggas stop in front of you and have a conversation, you let them young niggas finish their conversation. You don't fucking blow the horn up here. You know, you don't do a lot of eye contact direct and you don't know nobody. You don't do that shit here. You know why we do that, beloved? Because we're trying to protect our family. We ain't trying to make up no new rules. This is the fucking rules here. When my mom went to L.A., and I had to go to L.A. I went to L.A. like uh, my last trip to L.A. was like 20, 2016, 2017. My mom thought that this color shit was for young people because she had on like red. She had a red dress on. She was going to wear the church and all. And my auntie say, no, baby, you got to take that off. <laughs> my auntie said, no, baby, you got to take that off. You can't wear that over here. Uh-uh, sis, that shit, you can't go put another dress on. And my mama like, yo, I thought, what are you? She's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm almost 70 years old. And this, this, my mama, hey, mama said, I don't give it that. that uh-uh, that's for everybody. Those rules are for everybody. <laughs> Look, when I went out to L.A., beloved, I'm all out in East L.A. You know what I'm saying? I'm with the S.A.s. And I got uh, with a, a couple of partners later from they from the 60s, right? They from South Central and uh and great. So look, I go out there and they like, hey man, what was you at V? They like, hey man, don't you carry your head back over there no more. <laughs> don't you take your do you know why they was doing that? They were trying to preserve me as a member of their tribe, their family, their loved one. They're giving us the game. How could you be married, a married man, and you don't talk about how niggas and what they gonna do to hit on you gotta tell her that hey man you know what when you go out there baby go these niggas gonna be at you don't you know pimps got to do that you just don't put the bitch on the blade you gotta coach the motherfucker up hey man you ready to put uh sunshine out there no nah, she ain't ready i gotta keep talking i gotta get a mind together first before i put out there nigga knock your bitch only green ass black american husbands think that they can get a woman get a whole body done they getting bbls and they're gonna walk around and just they don't never give them the game the ego won't let them have a conversation. Oh, you know why? Oh, I got the good girl. So I'm safe. I got the good girl. She got less than five bodies. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas get into that, how many bodies they got. And they feel safer if she got less than, oh, she got less than five bodies. So she's safe. I met her at the church. I met her at the mines. I know a whole family. Man, I know her she was 12. And then when they catch their old lady, nigga knock their bitch. They be asking their old lady, like, what kind of position he put you in? How big was his dick? Then they say this I can't even believe you feel comfortable getting naked in front of him. I can't, you can't believe what, nigga? <laughs> you can't make this shit up. We committed over here, bro. You can't get this far. When you hear a man say he over 20 years married, that man is telling you, hey, we know how to program. Deprogram and reprogram around this motherfucker. It's, it's shit different over here. We You gotta do this. Every woman, and I'm gonna say this last little bit and I'm gonna let it play. Every fucking woman is an escalate. She's an escalate with a fucking oil leak. You can't run that vehicle off that oil that you put in it from fucking high school, bro. It's not gonna work. You can't run that vehicle off what you put in in college she has an oil leak you have to put you got to get a new quart of oil and keep filling that motherfucker up every so often because what happened in my man's situation bitch went to the job low on oil she parked that motherfucker at the job parking lot the oil ran out on the ground 
And the sign nigga she met from the job, he put some new oil in that motherfucker and he rolled off in the car. You gotta constantly be. You signing up, you a husband, right? You signing up for this shit. Cause some of y'all niggas think, cause this nigga was issued a bitch. He got a bitch, she wasn't no cheater. She became a cheater on his watch. So what you gonna get rid of this bitch and get another broad? Okay, if you if you demonstrated you couldn't even coach this, you couldn't even deprogram the bitch you had from 19. This should be the easiest. You know how many niggas running around here looking for young girls? And you know, they in in their mind, I can get a young young girl because I can deprogram and reprogram this young motherfucker. But you got a 19-year-old and you couldn't hold her? You gonna get a whole new woman and Bro, what are we talking about? We'll let it keep playing. No. Heck no. <laughs> Definitely not what happened. So, yeah. So you tell them, what was the conversation like? So I had went out and he had got a hold of one of my books. And I alluded to something in one of my little journals um, about an exciting night that I had out. Didn't use any names, but he put two and two together and he's like, what's going on? Hmm. And he invaded your privacy. He invaded my privacy and he was just rambling. He knew something was going on, but he couldn't catch me. He couldn't put his finger on it. I had all types of locks on my phone. He could not figure it out. Right. I was sneaking out. I was doing this, doing that, saying I was with my- Stop. 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 We give a game. If you're married, and I ain't trying to get in your business, but I'm going to get in your business. Right? I'm your uncle. I love you. I'm going to give you the real. It'd be cool if I bullshitted you. I can't bullshit you because I love you. You're married. You got to have a passcode to your spouse's phone. Not only that. Every social media they got, passcode. Right? Bank account, passcode. Ain't no fucking secrets in this game. Ain't no secrets in this game. Now, the reason you ultimately got to know that is because death is certain, life is not. We can't have spouses dropping fucking dead and the spouse that's living can't handle no business because they don't got the account number. They not on the account. They can't even get into this. They can't log into this. They can't log into that. They can't even fucking get in the phone. We can't do that, beloved. We can't do that. Now, I'm going to give you an add-on to what the young couples do that you must do now. Download an app on your phone. Track each other. Ronald Reagan say, trust but verify. It ain't nothing wrong with being married, loving, trusting, but verifying. Don't let nobody shame you for verifying what a person say. Tracking devices on the phone is a must. This is where we at. We don't have no fucking secrets, but we're going to verify some shit. You should always be skeptical of a spouse like, I don't want to get my, my uh, passcode up. Oh, I can't remember my passcode. I can't remember... I can't forget, bitch, delete it and start a new one. We're going to start a new passcode. Here go my passcode. Here go yours. And ain't no fucking, you can log into my shit. I can log into your shit. And ain't no fucking secrets here. See, this is learning. See, this is all this shit 
is a tool for learning. When people give you their testimony, we can learn from this shit. You can learn what not to do. You can learn what to do and what not to do. So, so far, what's the takeaways? Her infrastructure, her life was already set up to help her fuck off. She had all this freedom. She can go all to the club and run all around the world by herself. You know what I'm saying? Her phone and everything is locked up. She don't have to really give away about nothing. And she can she can make it a lot easy. And she and the husband ain't verifying nothing, so it makes it even easier. This is what we're dealing with. This is what we're dealing with. They never was one. Now she had categorized her union as well. We're best friends. How you best friends? I can't even get in the fucking phone. Also, I'ma leave you with this. Brother, if you got a wife and y'all on social media together, why the fuck she got male friends and her friend list? Why? Do you know these niggas? Is they family? You should be able to look down your wife fucking friend list. Should no motherfucking body be there but family. You the only fucking friend she need, bro. You the only fucking friend she need, though. Sis, I'm going to ask you a question. You look at your husband, social media. You look at all the women. Who the fuck is these? They should be cousins. They should be sisters. That's it. Where's all these hoes from college keeping up with him and high school keeping up with him? Why the fuck is they on his friend list? Why the fuck that you got to share each other moments with motherfuckers from back in the past? Y'all putting up pictures up and these hoes won't even heart your shit. They won't even like your shit. Bitch, they looking at your husband. Dog, they looking at your old lady. They looking at your old lady. And niggas do sneaky shit with this social media stuff. That you put a picture up. You and your girl, or your girl put a picture up, nigga won't even like the motherfucker. Motherfucker get about 12 likes and shit. Put that same motherfucker picture up on the storyline, niggas be hard that motherfucker like. But look at the setup. Man, your uncle ain't gonna tell you nothing wrong, man. Check your bitch storyline. Niggas be hard and saying slick shit and all that, but you know what? Because you let them niggas be your old lady friend. When you the only friend she fucking needs. So we just learning today, right? We gonna let it keep going. I was with my girlfriend saying I was going here, lying to this man essentially. And so he started to probe mm -hmm. around the house mm -hmm. for weeks. Mm. And he was questioning me and it was just getting on my nerves and I was becoming more and more anxious. I said, look, this is what it is. That must've felt good. Just to finally get it off of your chest. Just to get it off my chest. Yeah, it felt good. But the pain that I saw in his eyes, that didn't feel good. Because that was my best friend. That was my best friend. And that didn't feel good. He was, he, he was so discombobulated when I told him. He was very upset. He took a walk. It was about 4 o'clock in the morning because I was out. Why are you out at 4 o'clock in the morning? I'm somebody's wife and mama. Got the little baby at home. I was out. When I came in, he was up waiting. And we talked about this little thing he read in the book. I let it go. I couldn't hold it anymore. I was sick. It was making me sick. Literally. Have you ever thought about what happens to... Discombobulated how? Like, he has so many questions. Mm. He has so many questions. 
is this where you were on this day? Mm -hmm. Is this what you did when you say you were this person? You replay every conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. And at this point, you're just being brutally honest. I was being honest. Well, you were still trying to... I was tiptoeing. Right. Because I was like, I don't know what this man is going to do to me. Right. I mean, I know him. Right. But people, you never they know, snap. people snap. And so, I, you know, I was holding my baby because I'm like, he ain't going to kill me with the baby in my hand. <laughs> I hope. So I was holding the baby. And, you know, she didn't know. She's one years old. She's yeah, yeah. two years old at the time. Yeah. She didn't know what was going on. Um. And so I'm holding the baby and, and, and I'm just telling him things slowly. Not everything, mm -hmm. but some things. Mm -hmm. And it was hard for him. He comes back in the house and then what? He's like, I'm moving. I'm mm -hmm. leaving. I'm going to live with my brother. I need to stay there for a couple of days, a couple of months. I don't know. I got to get out of here. Not to, not to, this might sound like a weird question, mm -hmm. but was a part of you relieved when he was? Yes. Cause I'm like, I get to be with my boyfriend now. Oh, shit. So a part of me was relieved. I didn't know what it entailed to have my helpmate gone. So I asked him not to leave. Cause I showed, you know, I wanted to show him that I was, you know. Yeah. But a part of me was like, oh, okay, God. well I get to talk on my phone all night. Like I really want to. I don't gotta hide. I don't gotta hide. I ain't gotta go in the bathroom texting all night. You know, I ain't gotta make up something to get out the house. I gotta stop it here. I gotta stop it here. Um, there's something very, very key that she is saying, but she is not saying what she is saying. Her husband wasn't fucking her, right? She was so engaged with the guy at the job, which I'm willing to bet Right, I'm willing to bet that he's an older player and she didn't understand the dynamics of, you know, being in the game. She was, I mean, she was a turtle. She was green and slow. And I, I'm willing to bet the dude is older. He knew she was green and slow. Obviously, he took advantage of the situation. He knew by being a man, even though he had a wife, she was risking more. Right. This is why I kind of fought brothers, because brothers know, like, if you just did a survey, right, if you did a survey about um, who would leave in the case of infidelity, women leave sometimes. They do. I'm not going to say that they don't. But at a higher level. It looked like the man is always, or at least publicly, willing to say he'll leave. I'm out this motherfucker. I'm done. Right? Especially if he's a square. Now, what you will kind of see, like, if the nigga's a player, if the husband is a player, like, and he kind of spent the bulk of his life fucking chicks, you know, fucking other niggas' wives, you know, fucking niggas' girlfriends, they baby mamas, when his old lady and his bitch get fucked, he be like, oh man, nigga, you know, he just charged to the game, but he don't, he got the, um, he ain't gonna trip like that. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's like, he know how this game kind of go. A square is not gonna be able to understand it because a square, he's, they all in, you know, it'll fuck up his sanity, man. He's so worried about, you know, nigga dropping dick on you, right? Which he should be because squares know 
and this is something that men just gotta be honest with themselves. Squares know they're not fucking their wife, right? Squares know. You fuck a woman, you know, and you fucking her right or you not, right? And sometimes you can see these young ladies at the job, you know what I'm saying? Especially young girls in their 20s or something like that. And um, just in conversation, you know, you could be talking about sex. And uh, a lot of them, they don't, they married to somebody, but they ain't never had an orgasm. They ain't never squirted. You they could thinking they've been with this nigga five, ten years, fifteen years, and you just talking shit and about, you know, and they looking at they looking kind of foreign, like they ain't never squirted before. So now they intrigued, like shit. You look like they want you to look, and you talk like they want you to talk. They want you to put that dick on them. Now let's just say, you know, they'll take a chance and step out there with you. If you fucking can deliver like you told them you was gonna deliver. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be lights out for the husband. I'm just gonna be totally honest. Because the first time you smash in this young thing and she splash all over the place, she like, yo, she <laughs> She gotta get that feeling again, bro. Cause she can't get it at home. You just love at home. You cool, you just love her. This is your high school sweetheart. Remember, you think this is all it takes. High school sweetheart. Y'all fucking at the crib, you know. Bitch know how to get in the position before you even put in a position. Y'all just doing the same old thing. You know what I mean? You ain't got nothing, you know. Then she go over pimping house. Then she go over that player house, that co-worker. And she meet up at that hotel. And he got some tricks that you ain't got. And he willing to keep learning that body. You know, he ain't fumbling around. I mean, you know, niggas married for I don't know how long. They can't even, they don't, they can't find the clitoris. They can't do shit. But that nigga on the outside, he find that motherfucker. Which we all know where the motherfucker at. We can tell your hubby don't know where it's at. We can tell how you reacting. 85% of communication is body language. And you know, it's just a man. You know, he just know when he fucking, he know like, oh, you ain't even used to it. He can tell. Because you know, you can fake a lot of things. Let me tell you something about a woman. She can fake a lot of motherfucking things, bro. She can't fake that splash. That splash is real. <laughs> you can't fake that shit. And uh, unfortunately, he putting that dick on your old lady. Now he gonna it's gonna knock some pride out of you. But the worst part of the pride is gonna knock out of you is that you know you can't do that. There's nothing you can fucking do to keep that woman from going over there. Now she got that step on you. That's how my granddad used to say. He said once she got that step on you, son, you never catch it. You know what I'm saying? And once she kind of like she get enticed and she get out there, and it's obvious to see, you know, she was out there. The reason why she was out there so hard because dude was putting sweet daddy dick on the beloved and she just couldn't get out of it. She couldn't. And that's just, and the husband, you know, his dick gang was probably weak. And that just is unfortunate, but it just, it, it just is what it is, right? We'll let it keep going though. And now your boyfriend is like, hold on, what you doing? Yeah. He's like, I hope this is not for me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. no, it's not for you. But, but it's a little convenient. <laughs> it's convenient. But, you know, he's like, well, I still have my kids. And, you know, I still have my girl. He wouldn't call her his wife. You know, I still have my girl, my kids. Basically telling you don't get it fucked up. Yeah. In other words. Yeah. You know what you knew what this was. Yep. 
You, yep. let it, you let it go too far. Yeah. You knew what this was. You couldn't handle it. What do you feel about that? I mean, he was right, and I knew he was right, but I didn't want to admit that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to give in to that. Mm. I just wanted what I wanted, and I didn't care. Mm. I wanted him at the time. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, does he actually leave? What do you mean? So, he left and he stayed uh, with a family member for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it daily. Every day he had new questions. Every day he was calling me and, you know, trying to get more information about what had transpired over the year and a half, almost two years. And it was a lot. Mm. It was a lot of things that I had to break down and tell him. There was a pregnancy he didn't know about, well, he knew about, but he didn't know that there was someone else involved. It was Wait, a lot. You were pregnant by the other guy? I think. And when I say I think, it's because I was having an affair. So I was oh, with that guy and my shit. husband at the same time. So I didn't know. Did you, you terminated the pregnancy? So I had to terminate the pregnancy because I just couldn't handle I don't that. No. I couldn't handle it. I didn't know what, I couldn't go through nine months of torture like that. And then. The baby come and... And I don't know who. Let's stop again, right? Beloved, beloved, beloved. How long we been predicting this? How long we have been predicting this? What did we say? Black men are going to have to get used to their wives having outside children in the marriage. Because the side nigga is fucking raw. He is fucking her raw. And um, this is the importance of the first thing after infidelity. She's talking about her husband asking all these questions. Well, once you ask your bitch, hey, yo, how long y'all been fucking around? And she say a couple of years. She can never be able to verbalize two years and a bunch of phone conversations because there's so much happened in two years it's probably like it's not even fucking worth even asking nothing else past that right the only thing you really want to know is well when we going down to the clinic together because this is the reality she is so green you can you can actually tell that she thinking that that guy just fucking her and her only man that nigga fucking a bunch of bitches at that job it happens all the time. Every job got the workplace hoe. And then you know what's so unfortunate about the workplace hoe? You know I drop dick. <laughs> he, he he dropping dick, bro. He ain't fucking around with your old lady. He dropping dick. And if your fuck game ain't strong, or you willing to learn some new shit, all that fast pumping, you know, busting nuts and three minutes and five, that shit ain't gonna work so uh, your uncle you'll come here i try to we talk about semen retention here we like dog there's no way you should be busting another every time you have sex there should be times where you're you're knocking down your wife and you just letting her get off but see you can see when you start fucking because it changes when you practice semen retention it, it gives you a different mentality on sex see you come out of that little boy shit you ain't just fucking to get you a nut you just fucking so she can get a nut. 
and you learn how to hold your nut, do different tricks, do different things, so your girl can get off. But if you busting a nut all the time, and goddamn Johnny Sweet Dick from the job, he know how to do some other shit. Boy, you fucked. Cause you just gonna be addicted to goddamn. Who's not addicted to good sex? Who who's not? That's the thing about you know, and I I ain't I ain't never recommending no whole phase, but you know. Once you start kind of like you got a real teenage life, you know, because I had a very interesting teenage life. So once you have like a very interesting teenage life all the way up to adulthood, a motherfucker can't offer you no pussy no more because you didn't, you know, you didn't been on that. You didn't been on that road. You didn't, you know what I mean? But you get shitty that's green and she fall in love for the first time and you get it. She 19 and all that. And and you ain't, you know, because she can feel something is missing. You fucking and like I say, a square no when he ain't fucking his old lady right Ain't no husband in the blind. He knows when he fucking his old lady right or not. He know when she just laying there so you can get a nut. He know. He ain't guessing it. He know. But guess what? That nigga on the side ain't gonna... He ain't doing that, bro. <laughs> He's not gonna do that shit. He gonna fuck her right. And then, this is the testimony that you get. Nigga drop dick and fucked up your shit. That shattering to the ego. Damn, my nigga, you you couldn't you couldn't deprogram that shit. Now, even if you had the my piece, you're gonna have to drop some dick to make it all work. To, you know, but if you the my piece ain't there and you can't drop dick, shit, she then we just get this the story like this. We'll let the sister keep going. She's doing good. She's good testimony. We'll let her keep going. Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. It was very, 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 very hard. What did he say when you told him that you were pregnant? He's like, so you were pregnant by him? You know, he had so many questions. And I had to explain to him, like, I, I don't know. You know, I was seeing him and being with you at the same time. I don't know, but at the time, Financially, we weren't ready for another baby, mm -hmm. and I was able to persuade him that this wasn't the right time. Mm. So my ex-husband, he knew about the pregnancy, but he didn't know mm. that it may have involved someone else. I just persuaded him to like, you know, we just, this is not the right time. You know, I'm on birth control. There could be birth defects, you know, whatever. I shouldn't do this. Let's not do this. And he, he was so supportive. He's like, whatever you want to do. This, this guy is just... He, if I'm you, lying, child, I'm flying. When you, <laughs> you describe him, he just sounds like the ideal guy. What yeah. do you say to the women that are in search of a man like the one you had? Like, that, that they just, don't make him like that no more. Mm. Period. And I stand on that. Ten toes down till this day. And he's remarried happily. Um... I love his wife. She's wonderful with my daughter. Um, they're they're really great, but I stand on that ten toes down. They don't make them like him anymore. So if a woman is ever that lucky to find someone remotely close, fight for that. You know, stay true to that. If you could be with him today, would you? No. Mm. I wouldn't. And why is that? Too much damage? Too much damage. Um, and the truth is, I was unfulfilled in a lot of ways mm -hmm. in that relationship. Um, and 
I wasn't able to express it in the right way. Um, hold tight, hold tight, hold tight. What did I just say? He's a great guy. He's wonderful. You know, I see the sunshine in the middle of the night. Will you go back to him? No. Know why she said no? He can't fuck. Great fucking guy can't drop no dick. And what she's what she's trying to say is once that outside nigga put that dick on her and she's not having them orgasms and that splash, once you have a high level of sex, she's like, I can't go back to something normal no more. I can't. She's like, I can't do it. And it's interesting, beloved, because see, brothers need to hear this and sisters need to hear this because this is the deal. You can't go back in sex. No man and no woman, none of us can go back on sex. And the thing about it, once somebody start doing some shit, they can't go back, especially men. Once a man, like, because the average black man be raised by porn. It's just what it is. Like, niggas is being raised by pornography. Nobody's having an old sit down and talking about sex. It's, a, it's They put the porn tape in or not today. It's the telephone. So, once a man, like... He experienced regular sex is cool. The minute you start sucking his dick, he can't get a female that just gonna say, well, I don't get no hit. It's not gonna work for him because once he get a woman that's a step up in the sexual department, he can't go back. We feel that women is wired different. Oh, they're just more emotional. You know, no, they're sexual creatures because I'm gonna tell you something that's so bugged out and it's important that my nephews hit this. If we look at the physical makeup of a man and the physical makeup of a woman, if we be honest with ourselves, if we just said, who got the instrument, the sexual instrument that just made for pleasure, it's the woman. Men, we don't have the instrument that just only made for pleasure. Because, you know, when we have an orgasm, our orgasm is connected to reproduction. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's connected. A female's uh, orgasm, it is, it is not connected to reproduction. It has nothing to do with reproduction, meaning... Her sexual instrument, if anybody was using an instrument just to just for uh just for fun, just for enjoyment, it by physical makeup, it got to be the woman. Because she can get in that bed and have two or three orgasms and four or five orgasms, and it just it got nothing to do with nobody being pregnant, no reproduction, no nothing. It's not like that for a man. Any every time you bust a nut as a man, that's a reproductive act. Every fucking single time. So once she get in the bed with somebody and he teaches her some different shit. And she kind of go back and try to show her, but hey, I want you to do this and do that. And he can't perform it. She can't go back to that. She can't, beloved. And she's demonstrating that in her conversation. Like, I can't go back to that. And she's like, I was trying to communicate that because I'm going to tell you something about a man. Again, we're going back to sex, power, and ego. This is the three things that run men. But it sways both ways, right? I don't give a fuck how big your ego is. This man been fucking your old lady for two years. My nigga, I'm going to keep it a hundred. If you're really paying attention to your woman's body, you fucking know when she start coming home and doing different shit. There's no way you just was oblivious to her coming home after getting nigga dropping good dick off on your old lady. For two years, she kind of know all kind of tricks. Now, you met the broad when she was 19, nigga. Let's be real. Let's go back to paying attention to your bitch. 19, you should know every little trick that whatever trick she got, you should have taught her. When this motherfucker come home and she know how to suck dick with her head hanging off the bed 
and she know how to get all up in a, and latch down the sex swing and all that you just bought the motherfucker soon you get it she know how to get right in the motherfucker you know soon as she got damn you know an old school player taught her how to ride dick on her feet she ain't putting her knees in the bed no more when it's little things you know she know how to hold the balls when she in this sexual position and she know a bunch of shit but she, you didn't teach her none of this shit what the fuck you think she got this from nigga what the fuck do you think she got this shit from you got to get out your ego and say oh man this nigga somebody showing this bitch something i ain't showing her this now you just came home and did this that is a reality beloved that's a reality and that reality came right on time because we hit the 10 minute mark so we're gonna leave it there right did you enjoy today's conversation beloved <laughs> man listen we gotta have more uncles talk about this kind of shit it's important it's important man you gotta hear from a man you got to hear this shit from a man you gotta just you, we gotta pay attention to these bodies and also if you are considering being married if I was a minister, a, a counselor of some sort, and somebody was talking about marriage, I would make sure the man and woman listen to I'll play this whole interview. And then after the interview, I'm like, okay, if your wife did this, would you marry her? If the answer is no, my nigga, you ain't ready for marriage. Because the likelihood of you marrying in your 20s, because the average person dying in their 50s, right? And going 50 years of marriage straight and this woman never even looking at another man, liking another man, meeting him with another man, or wanting to meet him with another man. Man, that shit, them days is over, bro. It's impossible. Especially if you send the bitch to a job. Oh, it's no, bro. No, 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 no. This is reality, nah. Don't never fucking think you got the special woman. You just got a woman. You ain't got Wonder Woman. You ain't got super, you ain't got super woman. You know what I'm saying? You got a woman, bro. You have a woman. In fact, you're the head mechanic and you got to escalate. But your escalate have an oil leak. It's leaking oil all of the time. And you, as a head mechanic, as a husband, got to continue to put oil in this fucking priceless vehicle. Because if you don't, it ain't going to run right. And then somebody else will love it. And we'll leave it at that. You know what I mean? Peace and black power to your family. Beloved, we thank you guys so much for listening. We thank you guys for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Content Forum Podcast. Beloved, it's your brother V, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also, don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.